Welcome to the Redeem Evangelical Commission Tram Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. That is his desire. Rain down revival in the land. Let the fire catch from coast to coast, from east to west. This revival fire powered by the wind of the Holy Ghost. As we're driving in this morning, the wind gulf, the gust is heavy. But we're talking about that of the Holy Ghost. I will blow this fire across the whole nation. In every zip code, in every community, every house. Let the fire burn. The unquenchable fire of the Holy Ghost. Lord, we thank you this morning. As we bring this nation to you, we commit every zip code, every community, every office, every store, every home. Lord, let your fire engulf the land. In the name of Jesus, let your fire of revival engulf every heart, every man, every woman. In the name of Jesus, let this fire consume everything and anything that is not of God. Father, we bless and praise your name. In Jesus' name. This is an election year. 2024 is election year. Not just here in the United States, but in Mexico here. So we can literally say 2024 is election year in North America. Mexico is June. Right? And whoever occupied the office determines how we live. Because whoever that make policy rule and reign over you. So which means that all hands must be on deck. If you don't vote, if you don't pray, anything that happens, you have to take it without complaining. But that's not our portion. That's why we started early. So we are praying this morning. This 2024 election. Listen to me. From the presidency to school board of members. You understand what I'm saying? To the school board. Because many a time we talk about only the president. The American president is the most weakest president. The office. It's very powerless. The Congress can sit on something and say he will not move. He can't move. So when we are talking, we are praying for every electoral office in the land. The president, the legislative office, the judicial office, and school board members. Because they are the ones that make decisions that affect our children. What are we saying? The Bible said God is the one that enthroned kings and dethroned kings. He rules over the affairs of men. We are asking that the Holy Ghost put the people that you have ordained in that office. Anyone that have no peace of being there, no matter how hard they work, disappoint them. Open your mouth. 
Besataraboshete Libro Hosande Kedhusatari Manike Soto Mazata Marado Hoshikata. You are the one that and drunk kings and the drunk kings. And so we come to you this morning as we turn loose the election this year to you. The, the election from the office of the president, the judiciary, the legislative arm, from the federal to the state, to the counties, to the city, and to the school board. Every electoral office in the land. Father, in the name of Jesus, take over. Take over, take over, put the right people in the name of Jesus. Let your cancer prevail in the name of Jesus. In your sovereign power, in your almightiness, anyone that you don't ordain, let them be fully disappointed. You walk against the proud, the Bible says, God resist the proud and give grace to the humble. Father, walk against every man, every woman, every group, every organization that you don't sanction, that you don't appoint, that have no business. Be there in the name of Jesus. No matter their power, no matter their money, let them be disappointed. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in the United States of America. We plant the right people in the school board, in the council, the county, the city, the mayor office, the state legislatures, the governor of mansion. Oh Lord, in the capital, the senate, the congress, ah, in White House, we plant the right people in every court, magistrate court, of the state appeal call, the state supreme call, the federal supreme call. We plan the right people in the name of Jesus. Amen. You who is well able to do, exceeding abundantly above all we ask or think, according to the power that work in us, to you be all the glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. A spirit of grace, spirit of truth. I step aside this morning. I ask you to take your place. Wear me as your hand grows express yourself really through me. As I bring every heart, every year, under the sound of my voice to you. Encounter us. Cause your grace to flow freely unhindered. Cause grace and power to flow through the sound of our voice. Amen. Let the sick be healed. Amen. Let the captive be delivered. Amen. Let the sinner be saved. Let the saints be strengthened, encouraged, and established. Amen. I will return all glory and honor to you, Lord. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Welcome to this glorious service. Amen. Yes, sir. Okay, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Thank God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Um, somebody say with me, the Father's heart. Father's heart. The Father's heart. The Father's heart. Jesus. Every father in every home and every family Jesus. has a, a dream, a desire for his family, right? Yeah. And so, likewise, God, the Most High God, our own Heavenly Father, 
The Bible calls him the everlasting father. He has a desire. Praise God. For his own family also. That is why the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him will not perish but have everlasting life. life. The father has a desire. has a, a, you know, a need. Just like every dad, every mom at home. You run ever. You are the driver. You are the teacher. You are the coach. You are the nurse. You are everything. You, you, you take them to the games. You take them to extra school curriculum. You are everywhere. But you too have need. You have a desire. You have a desire for your family. Somebody says it's all about God's family. You're not even hearing yourself. Church is about God's family. Church. Church is not this building. Church is you and I. The body of Christ. Now listen, let, let's go to this Acts chapter 20, verse 28. Let's start from there. Church is about God's family. I'm going to read from the the Amplified Classic. This poor writing to the pastors of his days, Timothy and others, take care and be on guard for yourselves and the whole flock over which the Holy Spirit has appointed you, bishops and guidance. And that's what we are doing this morning. That's what we do. To shepherd. To tend and feed and guide. The church of the Lord. Or of God. Which he obtained for himself. Underline. The church of the Lord. Of God. Which he obtained for himself. Buying it. And saving it. For himself with his own blood. He obtained, he bought, and saved. Keep, preserve. You understand what I'm saying? For himself. The church belongs to God. The church is not a building, the church is people. The people bought. With the blood of God. Wash in his blood. Men and women. From different tongue, tribe and nation. You are bought. God specifically paid for you. With his life. That's how important you are. 
He now preserve you. The keeping and preserving, the sustaining is by him. You can't keep yourself. You know what I'm saying? Now notice that this church there is neither male nor female. There is neither Jew nor Gentile. You know what I'm saying? The same blood of Jesus flow through everyone. If everyone that is a Christian understand this truth, there will be no tribalism. You know what I'm saying? There will be no racism. But unfortunately, many places, there is a lot of tribalism and racism. It's because people are ignorant. They don't know the truth. Jesus says, and you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. You can never be free in absence of the truth. The truth is not how long you have been. In the, it doesn't come through religion. Truth is a person. Truth is a person. Jesus, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Someone say it's a call to relationship. Relationship is no relationship where there's no fellowship and communication. A relationship with him first, your owner, the one that purchased you with his blood. Vertical. A relationship with one another. Remember when we're praying? We pray for our family, our neighbors, our friends, and everyone that playing different role in this nation, right? That's our responsibility. You understand what I'm saying? So dearly beloved, you are the church. It's not the building. You are a member of the church. You might be a little part of this finger. The church, the body of Jesus. Praise God. We are establishing something. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Look at Ephesians chapter 1. Verse 22 and 23. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church. What? Head over all things to the church. Thank you. And he has put all things under his feet and has appointed him the universal and supreme head of the church. A headship exercised throughout the church, which is his body. The church is who? The body of Jesus. Amen. Members of the body. First Corinthians chapter 12 tell us about the parts, the body, the gifts in the church, right? In the body. Just like our physical body. The head 
The ear is not the whole body, right? What do, what do you see? How will you feel like? You just see a big ear bouncing on the road. Right? Have you ever seen a headless body? So that is why where there's no head, there is chaos. He is a head. And the entire body submit to him. And the other parts cannot survive outside him. John chapter 15. I am the vine. You are the branches. Right? And my father is a, branch, is a husband man. Right? Any branch that is not attached to me dies. For without me you can do nothing. Right? Have you ever seen a branch surviving outside cut off from the tree? Huh? Without the vine, the branch the branch just display the identity of the tree. That's the job of the branch. Right? Sup life from the branch and display and tell the world this is orange with his leaf, right? You know this is orange. You will produce what make orange, orange, the fruit, right? This is orange. Then another one say, oh, this is pear. This is apple, right? It is from the vine. The branch does not produce. The branch only display what he received from the vine. Because, someone say relationship. Because of connection. Your intimate relationship will allow the almightiness of God, the life of God that is in you to be displayed wherever you go. You just flow freely. Because we are his, he is the head and we are his body. Praise God. Amen. Somebody say the father's heart. So when you know that the church belong to him, the way you act and handle the things of God will change. When you know and understand that you are part of the church, that you are purchased, you will value yourself. If you don't value yourself, you will not value others, right? The value you place on your life is determined by what you do with that life. Remember that life is not yours. Colossians told us, when Christ, who is our life, shall come. So the life you think is my life. No, it's not yours. It's Jesus. Praise God. The Bible said my people perish for lack of knowledge. So the father sat down and said, I want family. He reached out and purchased himself a big family. The church. Angels didn't buy the church. Right? He did not use silver, gold, diamond. 
All the money put together all over the world could not afford the church. The blood of God, the blood of Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. That shows how valuable you are to heaven. How valuable you are to God. So when you understand that you are valuable to God, there is a way you carry yourself hmm. to display that value God placed on you. There are things you don't do because you belong to God. You are purchased. There are places you are not supposed to be found. Naturally speaking, a lady that is married, a husband that is married, there are relationships you don't maintain. Because of the respect you have for yourself and your spouse. You don't go to the brothel every day. You have a beautiful wife at home. Praise God. What are we saying today? There have to be the borderline. You must draw a line. Are you hearing me? You must draw a line. Today... Many things have become so gray in the church today that we no more know who is who and what is what. There got to be a, a line must be drawn. You have to wake up to your reality to know who you are, who you are, and why you are here. If you don't have the true answer to these three questions, you can never fulfill in life. You can never fulfill destiny and purpose. Who are you? Whose are you? And why are you here? So dearly beloved, the responsibility is placed on you and I to know the truth. You have to know that the church is very important to God. And you are part of the church. Praise God. Now that he has purchased us, what is his desire? Why did he leave you and I here? Can we go to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11? Can I have message translation? Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11. It is in Christ we find out who we are and what we are living for. Do you see that? Who we are and what we are living for. You cannot know you without knowing him. You cannot know why you are here. What are you living for? Remember, he purchased you with his blood. That's the reason why. If we go out now to the mall, Oh, grocery store. 
you pass things and say, no, I don't want this, I want that. There is a why. Why did you choose this? Do you know that that why God chose you is hanging on you? Every day you leave. It is your responsibility to discover that why he chose you. The why of your husband is not the same why for, your, for the wife. The why for the wife is not the same for the husband. The why for the mother is not the same for the daughter. The father or for the son. No. Your friend, your relatives. Science have told us that our biometrics is not the same, right? Now they are using our eyes. Hmm? And they use our fingers. We have been told that even identical twins don't have the same biometrics, right? It shows that you are unique. You have a unique calling upon your life. You have a unique assignment for your life. You have a unique destiny for your life. And it is your responsibility to discover it. You cannot discover it if you don't know him. Without establishing a personal relationship with him. Somebody say it's a call to relationship. You're not even hearing yourself. It's a call to relationship. Relationship is no relationship where there's no fellowship and communication. August 6th will be 30 years with this pretty babe. August 6th. I know Rolly Sue was 30 years, August 6th. If I don't spend time with her, I wouldn't know her. Likewise, myself, right? Your husband and wife, you don't spend time, you don't communicate, you don't jeez. By the grace of God, I know her scent. I know her voice. Intimacy is built at the altar of what? Fellowship. Fellowship. Husband and wife, how well do you know one another? How much time do you spend with one another? Now, you don't marry, you don't marry. Babies don't come. So the children, everyone come between you and your wife. The first one come, there's a gap, right? The second one come, the gap is growing, right? If, if it's seven, they were all there. Many today are pouring their emotion in their children rather than pouring their emotion in their wives and their husbands. I always tell husbands and wives, it is not a cause. That is the truth. So 
Sister Dial, hear me. You started alone, you will end up alone. Then, Sister Tida, are you hearing me? The nest will be empty, whether you like it or not. It's a blessing. They will do you what you did your parents. I, it's not a cause, it's a blessing. Double soldier. Mama is in uh, Kuala. You are here in Atlanta. With who? Tilda. That is life. This is the truth of life. This is living. You will not know loneliness until the nest is empty. When the nest is empty and you have not built intimacy with yourself, because the foundation that they, it is so intimacy that withstand every storm of life. Your intimacy with him is what withstand every storm. Because last Sunday we told us storm come to everyone. It's your intimacy with Jesus. How much you know him that will keep you from every storm. It is your intimacy with your spouse, your husband, your wife that will deal with the storm of loneliness in old age. Today now you can pick your key and drive anywhere. Pick, buy ticket and go wherever I want to go. A time is coming. It's not going to be like that. Whenever I walk, go to work, there is a couple I always like to see. This aged husband and wife. They are always there, they are like this, one like this. You will go to times, they are still on one. They are doing their own thing, like that. I love seeing them. Learn lesson, husbands and wives. I believe the Holy Ghost is dropping some things this morning. It is not too late. Stop pouring the love, emotional investment in your children. And bankrupt your spouse. Because it is the emotional investment you are pouring in one another that you will start drawing, cashing when the nest is empty. They will do you what you did your parents, not a cause. That is a blessing. If you have one, two, three, four, they are 40, they are still in your house. Is, is that a blessing? So, as it is, that is why Jesus, who is the head of the church, yearned for our intimacy. You understand what I'm saying? Yearned for our intimacy. He says, son, Give me your heart. Daughter, give me your heart. You are not anybody. 
You are somebody. You belong to me. I paid so dearly for you. So now, we have read, it is in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. You're not living for to own big houses, drive big cars, travel everywhere in the world on holidays, own how many chains of degree is pastor against those things? No. All my young ones here, what is my declaration? Somebody tell me. Scholarship to PhD level for all my children. All the young ones. And some of us, some of them already enjoying it. And some would yet enjoy. Praise God. Because it has gone out from my mouth and it shall not return to me void. That's the word. Every child of this house, scholarship to PhD level. So dearly beloved, we're talking about the father's heart this morning. We started with the church because the church is very dear to God. So if the church, he portrays the church, which means Souls are the greatest desire of God, right? Souls. 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 You want to make God happy? Give him souls. And that's why we are here. That's what we are living for. We are not living for heaven. Heaven is already sealed, right? Those of us that plan ahead on holidays, your summer holidays, you have booked your hotels, your reservation made, you've gotten your ticket, everything tidy up, right? Huh? So, are you about concern for the for the holidays? No, it's taken care of. So, waiting for the date, right? For you to walk down to airport, pick your, you know, then get into the flight and go to your destination, right? Heaven is already sealed if you have made Jesus Lord and Savior. You are, as a matter of fact, in him. You are already living heaven here on earth. Because the day you receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, you, he come into you and you come into him. You start living and functioning in him. You live from him based on his word to you. So everything about heaven is settled. But the question is why am I still here? Praise God. Why did he leave you here? Oh glory to God. Second Corinthians chapter 5 from verse 17 and 18. Verse seven, from verse eight, 17 through 21. Um, it's going to be a long read. If this is the only thing we did today, we'll pause it and pick it next time, okay? If you've forgotten everything, remember you, are, you belong to God. You are a member of the church. He purchased you with his own blood. Praise God. 
That's how important you are. Church, you're a member of his own family. Praise God. Message. Now we look inside and what we see is that anyone united with the Messiah gets a fresh start. The Messiah, there is Jesus. King James Version said, he, anyone that is in Christ is a new creature. All things have passed away. All things have become new. If any man be in Christ, a condition if, that's where your choice comes in. He has paid for you. He has paid everything. But your job is to receive what he has done for you. Praise God. How they tell us here in this house are gifts. You have only two things you can do with a gift. Either you receive the gift, accept the gift, or you reject the gift, refuse the gift. The gift you rejected cannot profit or benefit you, right? It's only the gift you accept that will profit you. Jesus has done it all for us. He paid it all. He said, receive the package. Receive me. Praise God. Now we look inside and what we see is that anyone united with the Messiah gets a fresh start. Is created new. You are not refurbished. Are you hearing me? You are not what? Refurbished. Like this place. When we refurbish this place, right? No. He created you brand new. His life. His DNA. You understand what I'm saying? It's in you. What makes God God? It's in you. You are one with him. You are his son. Ah. Pastor. Me son of God. Yes. If you have received Jesus as Lord and Savior. As many that receive him to them he gives power. Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.